0: Hello, and welcome back, guys, gals, and non binary pals. It's me, your host, Katie, here yet again with another episode of Abundantly Wear and the fifth episode in this series. Wow. Now, I want you to remember that this podcast is a space for all things mindfulness and meditation, and of course, journaling. So if you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing here on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast episodes, it's a great way to support the podcast. Without further ado, let's get into this episode where I take you through journaling on the specific topic of stress and overwhelm. So let's get into the episode. I have anxiety, and therefore, I experience my fair share of stress and overwhelm. Because of these truths, I've kind of developed a system to work through those feelings. And of course, it's not foolproof, and I'm not a trained professional in any way, shape or form. I just like to share what's worked for me thus far. So it's a three step sort of situation. And the first step is awareness. The main basis of my podcast. You have to first and foremost become aware of the feelings you're having. I know sometimes this is easier said than done and it took me a while to acknowledge how I was acting and linking it to my feelings. So linking the action to my feelings of stress or my feelings of overwhelm. An example for me and to overwhelm is tend to get like really short with others including my cat Oliver when I'm super stressed out and he's very cuddly and a total mama's boy so he also seems to know when I'm the most stressed ever and he seems to always come and cuddle me at those times always wants to jump in my lap be cradled like a baby he literally like rolls up puts his little head in my like elbow and I cradle him like a baby (laughs) and he loves to do this when I'm working on something or have a deadline he loves this this is his favorite thing to do and you know it's not a time that I would journal but I use it as an indicator of what stress feels like and how I might react to it and then I take the tools that I've learned after I've journaled in these circumstances and I use them So today, for instance, oopsie, today, for instance, I just let him cuddle with me, and I tried to type around him, wasn't really able to, so I watched a YouTube video and cuddled with him for a little while, and then told him he needs to go lay down near me, not on me. (laughs) And that seemed to work today. And it did lower a little bit of my stress, to be honest, being able to take myself away from it, but also hang out with him. So, step two would be, of course, journaling about it. So, now I want you to get out your journals. And maybe you can journal on these things. Maybe you can jot them down. Maybe you can pause me in between each statement, each question. First question, what am I feeling in this moment? Now, you may have already become aware of it and acknowledged it, but I want you to write it down. What am I feeling in this moment? Why might I be feeling this? So, all the things that come to mind are, you know, I have a lot of deadlines going on, or work is very stressful, or it's the holiday season and I have still a lot to do. I'm overcommitting myself, um... Uh, I don't feel like I have enough time to do everything. Um, I am stressed about budget. Um, I am stressed about my living situation. I really want to move. All of these things that could be stressing you out. Why are you feeling it? Um, where is this feeling coming from? So sort of like, why am I feeling? Just another phrase so that you can get dig a little bit deeper how is this feeling showing up in my body how is it showing up in my emotions and how is it showing up in my mental health um how is this feeling how long is this feeling going to last is it going to last forever is there anything i can remove to alleviate some of the feelings and is there anything I can add to alleviate some of the feelings? Is making the ch- choice to change going to be easy? And how can I make the change easier if it's not easy? And lastly, what can I do once this feeling passes, if anything? Okay. Okay. The third thing is to make the change. So this is where we add or subtract. Um, For me, it usually includes like taking just a deep breath and reassessing what I'm trying to do, or I just need to do the thing to be and be left alone to complete it, to be honest. Um, I'm one of those people that would really greatly benefit, I think, (laughs) uh, uh, from going to an off-grid cabin for a month to write a book. Like, I think I'm totally that person. I really do thrive in just completing the work and then after relaxing. Um, Now I know this could look like asking for help as well, not just doing it all on our own. And I know that this is also something that I struggle with asking for, Um, but it is an option to ask for help. And of course, sometimes we don't feel like anything can be changed, either by removing or introducing to better the situation. And I think in these situations, you need to get honest with yourself um, on the pages, because even if it's just like watching a YouTube video that's like super funny or shorts or scrolling on shorts, reels, TikTok for a little while sort of breaks up the stress cycle. And it's very, very important to even see the small changes that could possibly make you feel just 1% less stressed. So now we're at the end of the episode, a quick uh, question that I got about journaling. I'm going to ask these at the end of every single episode from either ones I've gotten in the past or from the comments down below. So Please, please leave any question that you might have about journaling down below in the comments. Today's question is, do you have an amount of time that you journal for? So I know I always talked about um, not forcing myself to write for three pages, but time is also a thing that I never seem to mention and always gets brought up. Um, In the beginning, to be honest, I did. Uh, I was trying to journal for like three pages every morning at this point. Um, And I found that it was just taking up too much time. So I traded it for a 30-minute timer and a prompt for a little while. And that seemed to work. Um, And whatever I was able to write in that time was my practice for the day. Depending on the practice, um, this can... Or depending on the prompt, this can actually become half a page to two pages, depending on the prompt, even though it is 30 minutes every time. Uh, but now I actually sort of decide on a time. So a time that I'd like to be finished by, regardless of when I sit down to write. So what I do is I'm like, okay, well, I start work at nine. I want to be finished journaling by 830, whether I start journaling at 750 or I start journaling at 820 or eight o'clock. That is my journaling time. And I want to be finished by 830. So I can just completely veg out, then go into work completely at ease with my water in hand and everything ready to start the day. Because I found that taking out the pressure allows me to start and giving myself a time frame allows me to continue even on the days when I really just don't feel like it. All right, the takeaways from this episode that I always like to leave is uh, the stress is inevitable, overwhelm is inevitable, but it doesn't have to last forever. And this is a way through and out onto the other side by using your journal to process those feelings. So with that, that's it for this episode. If you resonated, you can find us over on Instagram or YouTube at Abundantly Aware Podcast. Um, If you enjoy this series, I would love for you to leave a comment down below and something that you learned from this series. A reminder that if you resonated with any part of this podcast at all, um, and you think that you have something to add to the conversation, I would love you to fill out the form down below and become a guest on the podcast. And the last thing that I always say at the end of every podcast is remember with awareness comes the ability to create a life that's wholly and completely yours. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.